Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny, Dion, and Adam. And today we're going to be talking about the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Uh, this is a Lao Kar Lung movie starring Gordon Liu, where Gordon Liu plays a, um, a man named Sante who begins as a student, becomes a rebel, and then as he's sort of forced into hiding, he... He joins Shaolin with the ultimate aim of learning the martial arts and bringing it to the people to help them fight the Manchus. And most of the movie is centered around all the stuff that happens in Shaolin. Um, I don't know. That's the sort of the, the really thin sketch of the plot. Uh, I'm curious. I, mean, I know, Dion, you've seen this before, and I'm sure we've had conversations about it. But what did everybody else think of this movie? Um, I really enjoyed it. Um yeah, you know, I'm a sucker for all these kind of like training sequences and things, and yeah, you know, where they come up with, um, I guess, uh, interesting ways to, um, sort of get into good habits. I guess is that how I describe like the little things with night with like sharp points underneath the arms, trying to keep the arms straight and like posturing and all that sort of stuff. I I really like that kind of sort of technical training. Um, that shows up in movies like this. So I, and that was the majority of the movie. I mean, the plot itself, I would say, was fairly forgettable for me. Like it, it wasn't. Yeah, the plot is it, like I, a, guess, it's like bookends, right? The plot is sort yeah, of like yeah. at the beginning mm-hmm. and the end, but then all the stuff in the middle, you kind of lose sight of the of the plot line. It feels. Yeah, and for me, this, this movie was a good showcase of Gordon Liu's you know, capabilities as both an actor and a martial artist, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much on the same page. I and mean, this is a movie where if you if you want a movie that's like just take the training montage and makes it most of the movie, that's exactly what this movie is. And uh, yeah, and as far as the like the, the main plot, there's theoretically not involving the training. I mean, I was really interested in the plot during the initial part of the movie, but you know, during the whole training part, by the time we got back to it again, I kind of kind of lost interest. But it's not really a problem for the movie because it is it's not really what the movie's about anyway well and i have some uh, i have some thoughts on that when we uh when we get there but oh uh, sure but uh but i'll I'll hold off um so i'm sorry continue oh okay well yeah i mean uh that's that's really i thought i i it's 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 good because i i'm you know saying a movie is kind of all the training and nothing else would be easy for that to you know, while I like training sequences too, it'd be easy to go wrong with that. But this is really creative in the way all the sequences are done. So it's it's just very engaging. And, uh, so Dion, what about you? I, and again, I know I know you're in a slightly different boat because this is not your first time seeing it. Um. Yeah, this is um, one of my favorite movies. I really love Gordon Liu in this movie. I think it really showcases his ability as a martial artist and an actor. Um, it's kind of weird seeing him in the movies with hair, but then, you know, he loses his hair in this one, um, which is the most normal way you see Gordon. But I think um, the movie's great for the training sequences. And you're right, the um, plot is kind of bookends, and it takes secondary uh, secondary notion, I guess, to the um, training sequences. But it really, um, for me historically um, helped me to understand how supposedly um, the lay people were allowed into 
um, Shaolin in order to um, in order to learn martial arts. Um, when I guess Shaolin Temple I saw before this one, and it's just like okay, kind of explains how later those uh, gentlemen were let in and why. And uh, and yeah, just to get to the um, the the whole part part about the bookend thing that I wanted to mention was uh, the more I watch the movie, the more those sort of plots at the beginning and the end of the film really come together because of all the training sequences. Like when he when he actually emerges as like a full fledged you know monk traveling the world at the end, it's a massive transformation of the character, and and I find that you. I don't know, I just find that I, I noticed that part of the film more uh, with more viewings, and I get more interested in sort of the, the non-Shaolin-related plot elements, even though they are just kind of on the edges. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so I know we, we did talk about the, the Shaolin training sequences. Was there any scene that sort of stuck out in particular for you guys that was your favorite? The, the water carrying water up the slope with the <laughs> the, the the blades on uh, on the fore on the upper arm I can't remember. Mm-hmm. upper arm yeah yeah I, I just really, really like that because I'm imagining like doing it myself like I, I trying to hold like two buckets of water at arm's length is already you know quite a feat in itself right and having to climb up a a, a slope to do it, it was like oh I don't think I could I could do that and <laughs> yeah and then yeah seeing him start out struggling and then just getting more and more proficient it's like wow like he, yeah Gordon Liu is like I think he's like physically very capable if he if he can actually sort of pull that pull that off and his posture was like on point <laughs> and that one was particularly perilous because like you said you have the blades that would sort of jab you but also going up that slope like it's a pretty steep drop from the top. So, you know, it, 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 that that's one of the ones where you kind of get uncomfortable watching it because you you you're you're looking around and you're seeing that the actor's just walking up this thing, and it it seems like somebody could legitimately get hurt just with a simple misstep. Um, though there might have been safety precautions we weren't seeing on camera before the days of OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Are we talking just about the training scenes or yeah. the scenes in general? Training, like out of the training scenes, were there any that popped out as your as your favorite? Um, and just to you know, I know it's uh, maybe to remind folks, there was the eye training sequence, there was the wrist training sequence, um, there was the lightness martial arts on the on the wooden uh, bundles, um, there was the. Uh, uh, you know the empty hand technique, and then the the one where he was learning to bash his head on the uh, on the um, on the heavy bags, uh, you know, and and and, and, and so on. So um, so yeah, I don't know if you, if 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 you didn't have a favorite though, it's no big deal. I like the lightness um, training sequences. I couldn't imagine doing any of that. I'm such a klutz anyway. I just would have been in the water all day and just to be able to figure out the balance that you need i'm uncoordinated really uncoordinated i probably would have died in that part just from hitting my head and falling off of something but like the monk showed them with the um bowl and how he skipped it across the water to end up on the other side completely unbroken that was amazing 
that was the scene that I thought would be the most uh, interesting to try to do to see if it's actually possible to sort of hop onto that thing and go to the other side. I was I was really <laughs> curious, and uh-huh. you know, like is this is this even feasible or not? I don't know, but I, but I, I would really like to just keep trying it. Um, and then once you broke got past the first part that was the bundles then you get into the next part and it's single sticks that are by themselves which is even more impossible well and it's also it's on your way to the dining hall so like you have to you have to do that in order to eat you know like i remember i went to camp once and we had to learn to memorize bible verses in order to eat dinner and that's like the closest that i can get to sort of you know, <laughs> uh, from personal experience <laughs> But that just seems like uh, a really that like that would it would be horrible to go and you, you know you, you you're not eating because you can't uh, uh, you, you 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 haven't mastered the lightness kung fu. Um, yeah, some of us would starve. Me being one. Well, no, you're still allowed to eat. You just have to wait till your clothes dry off afterwards. But, so. but did you notice he he fell in the water? Yeah, they make him dry his clothes off. Then he goes in, and there's no food left. And then the abbot gives him a <laughs> yeah, bowl, okay. but he has to he has to eat it on the log, so he never actually gets any of the food. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Hypothetically, you'd be able to eat, but yeah, not really. See, I was thinking that you know, after the sticks you know, got split into the the, the the individual sticks in the water, and everybody was falling, you know, I was thinking, well, it's not so bad, you know, everybody's suffering together, right? Because they can't get to dinner on time. Um, yeah, as long as you sort of dry dry your clothes at the same sort of rate, you can you can go in without missing any food. So it's, it's not too bad. It's actually better than when it was like a single uh, <laughs> bundle of sticks. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. It's definitely better to sort of fail in a group than to fail on your own when everybody else is just going in and eating and you're left behind. Um, so I would agree with that. I I like the uh, I like the heavy bag sequence because that <clears> one to me is the one where I I feel like. That was done back in the day when, like, knowledge of concussions and all that stuff was yeah. not not where it is today. And and like you're watching the scene and you and you're thinking, my God, like he's doing like what do they say? Two years you're supposed to be doing this one. And I know he he was an advanced student who sort of, you know, he managed to go through all the training in like five years. But uh, but to do that daily and then go back and do it the next day, like once you have a concussion. You know, you're not supposed to get another concussion. That's the whole. That's the whole sort of idea of uh, of how these these head injuries uh, operate. And so I just was. I, I mean, I know it's a movie, but I just can't help but think about that. Like, the, yeah, it was on my mind watching that. Definitely, I, <laughs> having had a couple of concussions, it, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was good. I, I liked the uh, scene where he had to had to hit the gong too. That was another yeah. another interesting one. That one's really good. That one is like the most grueling to watch too, because that looks like <laughs> it really looks uncomfortable when he's, when he's moving that thing. But you can also sort of see the value of it, like that. The, like yeah, it's 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 it's. It, 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 I think all the training sequence in this, they really feel like you could sort of see how how they're paying dividends and yes and and how it's just sort of this repetition of this somewhat mundane task that just you know transforms your body over time and i like how that scene comes back later in the movie you know what i mean like like you see him not only like i feel like a lot of these are interconnected like like there's that scene and then when he's doing the staff stuff you feel like that's paying off but then when Mm -hmm. he has the fight later on and he's whacking the guy with the staff it clearly is like a callback Mm -hmm. to this scene so 
and that happens a lot throughout the movie. Like this is like, I feel like most of the training sequences kind of pay off at some point in that they, end. They do, and you can, well, for me, it was very distinct. I could point out when he was having his fights on the outside world, in the outside world, which one went with which chamber. Mm. Yeah, so, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with that, because you see it, like, uh, you, you, you sort of see a, a moment, you're like, oh, that's like this scene when he was doing it with the thing, and like, oh, when he's fighting Lole, and Lole has got the two swords, it's like when he was fighting the guy that didn't want him to advance, and he had to make the 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 three-section staff to, to defeat him. Um, I did want to specifically ask about that, too. The, uh, the, the invent, they sort of squeeze it into the plot, but, like, basically he invents the three-section staff in this movie, right? That's the, uh, uh, and, and he does so because that guy who's using, like, butterfly swords or something won't let him advance, and he has to keep fighting him over and over again mm-hmm. until he gets it. So I didn't know how you guys felt about, number one, that character that sort of is kind of blocking him, but sort of for his own good to make him better in the end. Um, and also just the, you know, the, the series of fights that he has with that teacher. I liked, oh, go ahead. And I was just comment about the, the, the free session stuff. It's like, was it actually invented? Like, I, I, I didn't think, I, I think it was like the traditional, it was 18 weapons of, of China, isn't it? Is, is, does that include the, the free session stuff? I don't actually know. Like, I, 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 that's like a question I didn't actually um, follow up on. I wasn't really sure if the, there was any basis in the fact that a, ran, a, a monk, a secular uh, for, uh, from the secular realm, invented a free section staff while training at Shaolin, kind of thing. So, I'm no three section staff historian, um, but I just looked it up. PhD in I just looked up, and, and and again, this is just at a glance. But the information I'm seeing says something about it in the Song Dynasty, so it's quite earlier than than this would be, and no mention of Shaolin that I can see. But uh, but either way, I think you know, just for the purposes of this movie, that's sort of what they decided to do, and it was kind of you know, it's it's sort of it's sort of like in a uh, I don't know, like like. You see this in historical comedies all the time, where somebody invents something, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's all and it all arises out of some sort of silly situation or something, some sort of you know random effort the character, like in a Black Adder show or something, makes to, uh, to 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 solve a minor problem, and then they've invented something. You know, I, I it, it sort of reminded me of that kind of a thing. Um, I I thought it was like playful in the way that they did it. I didn't. I don't know that they were necessarily trying to do serious history in that moment. Yeah, but, uh, you know, talking about that guy to the teacher that when he was, he was fighting, I, I, I liked the way they went with it, that he was just genuine in what he was trying to do. It like would have been really easy for the movie to go in a way of him being resentful or trying to block him or do something dirty. But I think, I think it was a better choice just to, yeah, he was just genuinely making sure this guy was good enough. <laughs> well, it's one of the few Shaolin movies that I can think of off the top of my head where you don't have like any evil Shaolin masters yeah. hidden in the organization. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, which would be surprising. It's a it's a, a, a lack of a twist that's a twist. So <laughs> And, I, I, and thought, Oh go ahead, Dion, I'm sorry. I was gonna say when I first saw it, because after I'd seen that after Shaolin Temple, I was figuring that um he was the spy that was mm-hmm. inside. I mean, you could easily go down that yeah. route. Yeah. 
No, that's what I was. That's what I was expecting. So it was just a pleasant surprise. Like, oh, he's just just a good guy who wants his student to be good. Okay. Yeah, and he's and he's <laughs> it is totally a legitimate concern. Like they're kind of advancing him rather rapidly, and you know you have this this great student with all this potential. You might as well really force him to earn what he's getting so that he can develop his skills more. So yeah, I, th- I thought yeah. I, I thought that it made total sense as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's there's just so many of the, the 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 training sequences were 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 just crazy. Like the the um the one even the one with the with the lamps and the eyes, and he's got like those two giant yeah. incense sticks I, next to him. I, I was like comment that I like, of, of all the training, you know. So there's the there's the head and and the sandbags training, which was kind of eh, and the the the, the for the second like. For, Lowest on my list of these like possible uh, training methods was the eye one. Like I, I'm not sure that doing that training would have any benefit to your eyes whatsoever. I don't know. I was thinking about that too, and I don't know. I, I really, I, I have, I, I, who knows? Um, it's cool. It's cool in concept, you know. And and yeah, like like you say, we can see it like paying dividends in the end fights when he can like, oh, he can. His his eyes are so well trained that you can see daggers flying at him but I was like I, was, I just couldn't stop help but think yeah. like well I don't think like dynamic vision is something you can really train like that but maybe I think I'm wrong but it's one... being able to see um, your peripheral sides without actually yeah. having to turn your head the, which yeah. is kind of hard to do for a lot of people to I don't know for me it's hard because as soon as my eye goes, I want to. My whole head wants to turn. I mean, that's that's really important. Like that's like like right out of Rocky when like you know he hits him on the side of the head because he's got no peripheral vision on that side. Like it's like a it's a really important thing if they're going to be martial artists. But here, I thought that the the one thing that happened in that training sequence that I thought was maybe valuable was the lights reflecting off the posts and he had to hit them. Do you know what I mean? Like that was sort of like okay, I see the target now, I hit it. But, uh, but, but yeah, the only thing about the peripheral division, Dion, is he was moving his eyes, though. So it was sort of defeating, like, if he had to look straight forward, then, like, I guess maybe he would have been training his peripheral vision. But, like, if he's moving his eyes, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe... Yeah, it, did, it didn't seem that hard to me. I mean, I, I, obviously, maybe it would be if I did it. But it was just like, okay, yeah, not moving my head and moving my eyes isn't that hard especially when i've got bird and things have, next like, to my yeah yeah two sticks of incense by by, by your ears <laughs> like about to burn you well that, yeah, I'd say, well, that would only make it easier for me i've got now i've got a good reason to not do it but uh, i don't know it's 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 hypothetical i i'll have to try it and report back to you guys but uh yeah the, uh and then of course there was the uh the sutra the 35th chamber the top chamber which he tried to go to at the very beginning. Um, and, and in fact, we even see one of the head monks get kicked out of the room because he forgets his line, I think. Uh, what yeah. You... <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was a good touch. It's like, get out of yeah. here, yeah, like, old well, man. You know what was good about that? Like, you, as soon as that happens, you're like, oh, crap. Like, even, like, these guys are not immune from, like, the perfectionist attitude of the institution. Yeah. So. Oh. Well, I like it with this old guy. It's like, you know, well, I know he's just kind of senile and starting to forget stuff. It's like, oh, it's like, no, you're done. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I did like that scene. I thought that I thought it was really cool, especially when the he just kind of palms him from a distance and he gets sent yeah. back. 
Yeah. I had no idea what happened. Um, yeah, but my thing... Go ahead, Kenny. I was going to say, like, it's, it's not just my memory, right? He didn't actually, they didn't actually re- revisit the 35th uh, Chamber at all, did they? No. no, no, no. It's one of the cool things about the movie. He never actually goes back and enters into that chamber at all. He just decides to make his own chamber, and because there's 35, it ends up being the 36, I guess. But Well, they uh, told him he wasn't worthy enough to go back into the 35th Chamber. Yeah. So. And we never really see him, like, learning sutras or anything that it seemed you were supposed to do in order to master that chamber. Because I thought it was going to play back. Like, I thought they would play back to his days as a student. Uh, yeah, like he... When he was, like, studying, I don't know, reading or writing under the the uh, the rebel in the yep. beginning of the movie. So I thought it was going to play back to that and how he's, like, experienced in learning, memorizing, you know, rote memorization was already his sort of forte kind of thing. But... Yeah. No, it, did, it didn't go there at all. Um, but again, I kind of like that he doesn't go back in that chamber because he doesn't. It's like the, it's like he's not. That's not the path he's on. He's on like a more secular oriented path. So it kind of makes sense that he's, um, you know, that, that he just ends up having these secular students in his chamber. Um, but what what did you guys think of of the of how that connects with the title of the movie? Well, I was going to insist on that last point, too. I mean, it kind of makes sense because what he's looking for is techniques that he can teach to the common people. So there isn't, you know, learning how to palm people from, you know, 15 feet away. It's like, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't need to know that for, <laughs> for what I want to do with this stuff. So it does make a lot of sense. But you kind of buy into the fact that he's on the true path. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's okay. The true path of a monk, to mm-hmm. me, is demeanor and everything had calmed down so you um even though at when he decides he wants to make this 36 chamber at the end i think it's out of pure oh his intentions are good right um and he want but um i think he was on the on the path to be a true monk it's just that he like brendan said his kinds of veers off to the right into um being the in charge of the secular students, but I I think he kind of mastered the thirty fifth chamber. And uh, it is it's it's actually interesting too because we were talking about how the movie's book ended, and I'm I'm looking at the uh, the beginning now, and 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 the in the beginning of the he doesn't even get to Shaolin for like a good twenty five minutes in the film, which is interesting because when you think of it in hindsight, you don't it feels like the beginning is only like ten minutes or so, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It went by pretty fast. Yeah, the uh, yeah at the beginning of the movie though, I was pretty involved in the uh, initial plot. Like I said, I kind of drifted away from it during all the training stuff, but I was initially pretty caught up in what was going on at that point. I, I liked the uh, the guy who committed suicide, so he didn't get tortured. I like that. Whenever they whenever they yeah. take the sword like that and stab themselves with the with the with the blade that to or I don't know what. I don't know. That's not stabbing. It's some other kind of motion, but that just seems like a really terrible way to have to kill yourself. It oh, also yeah. seems unlikely to work the way it works in the movies. But I always like those scenes. Well, I think it would work a lot slower. It seems like a very you know stabbing yourself in the gut seems a very slow, slow way to kill yourself. But uh, yeah, I would I wouldn't do it as a way to avoid torture. That's for sure. <laughs> but the uh, but yeah, I, I mean that that. 
the, 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 whole, the opening part was very engaging. The whole movie about these underground sects kind of, you know, and resistance and stuff. It's like I thought, you know, I, I genuinely thought, oh, that's what this movie is going to mostly be about. Now, I would have been fine with that. And uh, what what did people think of uh, Lolier as the villain here? I think he's a great villain. I just mm-hmm. don't think we saw enough of him mm. in his villainous role to yeah. get the full flavor of him. <laughs> on the other hand, having Lolay as the villain was good because he's the one he just walks in. You're like, yeah, it's it's the villain. It's like you don't you don't <laughs> yeah. we don't need much time. It's like considering the screen time, if you had someone that was that wasn't Lolay, they just may not have registered at all. Whereas he he just he just knows how to do that without any effort. If, if you're gonna have like canned villainy, it might as well. Be <laughs> yeah, it's the finest villainy you can buy in the can, definitely. Yeah, because he really doesn't have a lot of screen time to work the character. It's not, no. you know. It, so yeah, it, you know, it's not like Clan of the White Lotus or something where he's this enormous villainous character that looms over the movie. This is, you know, he he sort of appears at the beginning and then he returns again at the end and becomes like, oh yeah i forgot lola was in this movie yeah <laughs> oh yeah that was plot <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of the whole the whole thing with the rice flour as the uh as the big aha tactic for that was weird yeah. i didn't get that at all i, I would be I I a flower explosion that. like I, I was like oh they're gonna somehow invent flower explosions now and it's just like or dust explosions, I think. Or they call it? I can't remember when you have like dust and you burn it, it just all explodes, right? I thought they were trying to do some weird plot with that, but no, they were just using it as flower on people. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I guess they were blinding them or something. Was that the tech? I, I, I was unclear on what the function of it was. Oh, that was like it'd be a really good trick if your enemies were invisible, but I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was it was an unusual maneuver. Though I did like how he went out into the world and he. He got his three disciples, and then yeah. he, you know, contends with the bad guy and kills him, and then he... Yeah, the fight with his disciple, where his one disciple just, okay, yeah, I quit, I've done that. And he starts the fight again. That was that that was a really entertaining sequence. <laughs> and uh, so what do we think of the fight scenes in this movie? I, I, I mean, again, it's not... A lot of it is more training than fighting, but there are fight scenes in it. Um, yeah. I, I like the fight scene uh, with, with the the senior monk that the, using using the two swords and how you know it, it, and, and how he like it was able to convey that he was going easy on him about like pulling his punches so much as that like, like, the way he like touches him with the flat of the blade to show like oh I've, I've hit you here 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 you would have died and but it didn't feel like he was like sort of. I don't know how to describe it. Like it, it, the choreography feels like it was done very pissily, and in a way that showed that uh, he's a very in control of his techniques. And, um, and I, yeah, I really just that part um, really stood out to me in that fight. Yeah, I also I also like the way they interspersed the fights he was having with the with the teacher, with him off practicing by himself and trying different techniques than we'd. We'd see how it would play out. It was there was a really good book back and forth through uh, through that whole sequence. I thought. Yeah, I like I like the fight scene in the graveyard, um, and I like the uh, the fight scene actually with the the smith using the big hammer, and he's giving him the, yeah. the tactical instruction. <laughs> uh, 
That that I don't know why that just that was just a very. I think because you don't really get to see that many fight scenes with a giant hammer like that. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also it kind of calls back to the training because he does he t- you know tells him where to hold it on the on the on the shaft and it helps him. So. Um, so yeah. So I don't know any other fight scenes or. Speaking of, speaking of the graveyard scene, like I remember it ending quite brutally, right? It was that guy was like just like basically yeah. hacking down the corpse. Yeah. I, I do wonder, like, if, if the, are these three disciples supposed to be like notable people? Um, yeah. Well, was this particular person known for being sort of like a ruthless, bloodthirsty type? Um, I'm not sure about his disciples. Um, but I think. Well, that... one of them. Oh, go ahead. Was it what one of them was? Um. Hold on. Wong Fei, um, Hunk, wait. Oh, uh, where's my, yeah, where's my mouth? Oh, here it is. Oh, Hung Si Kwan as well. And Hung Si Kwan was one of them. Okay. So they're supposed to be historical figures. Okay, so maybe it does connect to that. Um, I, I thought just in general that scene was kind of poignant because the, he kind of goes crazy hacking up the bad guy. And then, and then it's like it sort of pans out, and you have the uh, sort of just the Amitofa thing, and you can tell that uh, Gordon Liu's character has really developed by this point. That he's not he's not as bloodthirsty as he was when he entered Shaolin. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You can see that he's turned from his revengeful self to. The true monk living the spiritual path, but also wanting the people to um, completely be able to defend themselves against their enemies. Um, he, that's why he wanted to bring it out into the world. And I think that he thought that if he got those three in, that they would take it out to the other people, but maybe it would also calm them down too. And so, uh, so let's see here. So, uh, any any other thoughts before we move into recommendations for the movie? Mm, uh, I think we've covered most of it already. I mean, the, mm-hmm. this is kind of a movie where you know we can talk about it all we want, but I think it's one of this. Well, I guess we're sort of moving on to recommendations now, right? So, um, yeah, we can talk about it all we want, but this is a movie I think you have to sort of watch to like, experience it. Um, I really in- enjoyed it, and I think it's um, one of those things. I like, guess it's a popcorn flick, I'd say. You know, you, it's, 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 a, it's a movie you, you watch to enjoy it and you like see these little little aha moments where you, you're like, oh, yeah, I see what they did there. And uh, think about you know, the little, little clever things that they did here and there and, ha- and, you know, and just have a good time with it. So I think if I were to give this movie a rating, I'd, I'd give it a four just from, because I, I really enjoyed it. But if we were doing half points, I'd say three and a half. But we'll round up to a I think this one deserves rounding up to a four. Who's next? I'll go next. Uh, I, I'd actually give this a five, I think. I, I've been very generous lately, I realize. But it's, it's, it's just a real... I, I felt like this was just a very classic movie. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this just felt like... It felt like a movie that if you're going to be watching this genre it felt like 
yeah, this is one I feel like you really you really should see. So for that reason, I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm making it to a five on, on recommendation because it, it just it feels it feels essential to me out of a lot of the movies we've seen. I'm giving it a four, and I'm rounding it down from a four point five. I think it's essential also. Um, and I really do like this movie. I like the fight scenes. The training is awesome. Um, I like how they did the story. But I don't know. I still think Lonely Asia had a little bigger role. And his um, scary villain could have been in it a little bit more. So that's why I made it a four. But it's essential. If you're going to be a martial arts movie fan, you need to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a one. No, I'm just kidding. I'd have death threats by tomorrow, I'm sure. Um, I, 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 I would, I'm also going to give it a four. And it's a difficult one to rate, I think, because on some days I could be like, I'm going to give this like a 3.5 or, a, you know, mm-hmm. some days I'm going to give it a 4.5. But it's sort of like, I think Adam hit on it. It's an essential martial arts yeah, movie. That's, you cannot, that's the main because I, yeah. I definitely see the flaws like I said the beginning and the end don't aren't as powerful as they could be but it's just it, it's so essential that bumps it to if, if it's a movie I feel like everyone must see that if you're into the genre I'm going to give it a five. Yeah so. no and I, so I agree it's a totally essential movie I also find even though it's one of these movies I don't I, I think there are people who really like Shaolin and get really into Shaolin and this is a movie that really they want to see all the time I don't have that feeling with a lot of the Shaolin movies. Just not my thing. I like them, but I just don't get into them the way some people do. Uh, mm-hmm. But with this film, I find I don't, I don't like constantly want to see it all the time. Like I'm not like, oh, I got to see the Thirty Six Chamber again. But when yeah. I do, which you know, because I did it again on the Wusha Workshop thing not too long ago, and now I'm doing it again here, just a few weeks later, uh, I find that it's. It, it's it's impossible not to enjoy yourself when you're watching the movie. Do you know? It just it's it's like like we do this all the time. And sometimes I'll watch a movie and I'll be like, well, I got to get through the movie to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. And this is one I was really feeling just you know groggy as hell today. I slept for ten hours for whatever reason last night. Not in in top movie watching movie mood at all. <laughs> and it, as soon as I turned it on, I was delighted and I was like, okay, I feel like a kid again watching a movie. So it's got that it taps into that sort of thing in your brain where like you remember being a kid watching movies and why you went to the movies and it kind of has that effect. So even though, you know, and again, it feels like a classic when you're watching it, too. It's just got like all of the like Lau Kar Lung is really good at making these kind of classic golden age of Hollywood type films. And this sort of feels like that to me. It's got that like something between the music and the sentiment between the characters and the way that the pacing of it works, it just, uh, it, you know, it's, it's just a, a really pleasant movie to watch. Um, so, yeah, so I would give it a four. And I would say, like Adam said, it's essential. You have to watch it. You can't you can't not watch this movie. If you <laughs> if you if you if you want to watch martial arts movies, this is one you eventually have to get to. Um, and uh, and I will say uh I've noticed, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this. I've noticed for whatever reason, and I've, I've, got, I've got it on DVD, I've got it on Blu-ray. I, to This version we watched was on Prime. Every version of it I've ever seen has audio issues for some reason. I don't know why that is. They're not, they're not super apparent, but there's like subtle audio issues 
that go on with this movie, I find. I don't know. Did anybody else notice that, or am I just incredibly picky? You're just very picky. Yeah, yeah. Well, I noticed at one point when um, Sante was talking to a monk, like, the monk's mouth wasn't moving. Nobody's mouth was moving, but there was talking. Okay. Just for a short couple of seconds, but it was like... But that was the only thing I noticed. Um, on my Blu-ray, the the Mandarin and the Cantonese tracks are like one of the. It sounds like one of the speakers is like muted. Do you know what I mean? Like like not totally, but like there's a there's a there's a there's a muffling that goes on with some of the voices. And on this one, I had to keep turning the thing way up. It was just really difficult mm. to hear. Um, so I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just seeing things that aren't there. Um, but, uh, but either way, I, I would recommend the movie highly to people. And I, I, I think that, uh, I, I think that, you know, it's just one of these movies where there's a reason why everybody knows this name. Um, and so, so yeah, so I don't, what, what are we doing next week? Are we doing Shaolin Avengers next week? Yes. That's what's on the calendar next week. All right. So, so we'll be doing Shaolin Avengers and then, after that, I guess we'll be getting out of Shaolin and going into other things, um, which we'll talk about after the podcast. And and also, looming on the horizon, we, we will be doing a moment of romance, which I'm looking forward to. So I'm going to get to subject everybody to uh, to the, uh, the, the sentimentality of a moment of romance. And, uh, um, and you know, it's, I, I, don't, I don't know how this is going to land with people because it's, it's, it's not a... We, I don't think we've ever done a film like this one. The closest is when me and Dion did like Police Story or uh, there's been a few times where we've touched on modern era movies, but but this is so out of our ballpark because it's not even really a martial arts movie, even though it does have some martial arts in it. It's kind of incidental, uh, you know, as a product of sort of the gang warfare that's going on. Um, so I'm very curious how people are going to react to it. But uh, But oh, and also we have a Patreon we really appreciate it if people sign up. We have all kinds of reward tiers, and you can do things like, uh, you know, vote for, uh, you know, uh, one, you know, one of the movies that we're going to watch during the month, or help us select uh, our monthly theme, things like that. And at the higher levels, we have even more interesting rewards. So, uh, definitely consider joining our Patreon. It helps us get DVDs for people so that they can watch movies that are maybe not available on Prime or whatever. So, all right, so uh, I guess we'll head out, and we will talk to you next week when we do Shaolin Avengers. <laughs>